0: Welcome to Popping the Lid on All Things Real Estate with Tina Miller Light and Sherry Enhouser Bush, your place to tune in every Thirsty Thursday and learn all about the home buying and selling process in a fun and lighthearted manner.
1: What's up, Fresno? Good morning. Happy Thirsty Thursday, everybody.
0: We're clearly in a good mood today. <laughs>
1: Well, why isn't there any reason not to be? You know what? Every day is a good day when you're having a good day. That's right. So we do have to talk about a topic that doesn't come up very often, but it's real. And it's about scammers. Scammers. Oh, those dirty scammers! Those dirty scammers! <laughs> those dirty scammers! We don't
0: like the scammers, and we don't want you to get scammed.
1: That's right. The last thing that you need to be worrying about when you're in the process of buying a home or selling a home is worrying about being scammed. And they're out there. There are always there's lots of different ways that you can be scammed in our industry, and we're going to talk about a couple of um, ways that that is happening. I read somewhere, um, the FBI's Internet Crime Complaint Center states that in 2022, real estate fraud resulted in victim losses of nearly $400 million. Wow. Yeah, that's a pretty large amount of fraudulent activity there. That is significant. So some of the common real estate and mortgage scams to keep on your radar are the first one escrow wire fraud so most important one yes most important one and when you go to purchase a home or sell a home that is one of the disclosures that you're going to have to sign a wire fraud disclosure statement making you aware that there is wire fraud why do you have that look on your face? <laughs> because I just got a
0: pain. Oh, my God. Why did you have to ask me that, Tina? I just got a.
1: Pain. <laughs> I thought you were going to say I was saying something incorrectly. No, I just got a stab in pain <laughs> on Almost Live it looked, podcast. It looked like, is there a riot fraud disclosure?
0: No, no. no. You know how sometimes you just have just a weird... Random out of the blue paint, yep. That just happened to yes. me, and it
1: you didn't drink enough water today. It hurt. <laughs> you should have had that donut, okay. <laughs> Should have right. had that two two o'clock donut. No, stay away from the donuts.
0: <laughs> so, anyway,
1: you were saying <laughs> wire fraud. So, this is how it works you get an email, a phone call, or a text from someone alleging or purporting. purported. Yes, that's our new word of the day purported. purported alleged or alleging to be from a title company or mortgage escrow company with instructions on where to wire your escrow funds. And this is how they go about doing it. These fraudulent people set up fake websites that appear to be similar to the title company or lender that you're working with. Um, Typically they just might be one or two digits off in their email address or in their information and it seems like you know to the average person with not scrutinizing every single little email address it seems like the real deal like it's coming from your escrow or title officer or lender looks very real yes and um it's easy to miss but it happens all the time. And I remember, um, I don't. it wasn't one of my deals, but someone that works within our brokerage, I believe um, one of their clients got scammed and it was a large sum of money. I remember that, I yeah. don't remember who, but yeah. It ended up going to, the money was run through some account, um, offshore account to like an airplane. Remember it was like an airplane company or something. I don't know how it happened, but I think they contacted the FBI, trying to get the FBI involved to get the money back. So it is real and here's some ways that you can avoid that happening to you by not just blindly following escrow wiring instructions. It's always best to contact your title officer immediately upon receiving any kind of email or information about wiring to confirm that it is coming from them directly. Yep. Verify, 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 and then verify some more. That's right. Can't be too safe. That's right. And be careful of any last minute emails coming with last minute changes. Yeah. You know, I think that's where the scammers really get people. The last minute Oh, sorry, we had a last-minute change. We needed you to send it here, or here's the corrected version of the email. Yeah, don't
0: do that. And so if you get an email and it's got a link and says click here to verify, blah, blah, blah. Nope, you go on to independent website, type the, the address into the search bar yourself, or pick up the phone, and call because you will have your escrow officers information because they would have already been in contact with you once before yeah so just make sure that you are reaching out to them just a live to make person sure, live yeah, person and just say yeah. hey did you just send me these wiring instructions before you do anything because once that money's gone it's gone
1: it's I mean you're it's very
0: difficult to try and get it back that's my, for sure. my
1: grandmother I say you're shit on a shingle Shit on a shingle. Shit on a shingle. Another way that scammers are um, successfully taking our homeowners' money, um, loan flipping. So when a predatory lender persuades homeowners to refinance their mortgage repeatedly, so like often borrowing more money each time, that's considered loan flipping, and this the scammers will charge high fees each time and then the homeowner gets stuck with higher loan payments that they can't afford and basically being conned and duped into borrowing most of their home's equity so how do you know when you're being approached by one of these scammers yeah, i feel like they target seniors
0: more than anything. I don't see, I mean, this is a scam that I don't see as often, but when it happens, I feel like they're going towards the seniors. And so it's important if you have a senior that they have a family member kind of involved in the decision making process because... Our seniors really are a target to a lot of scams including solar scams which kind of just happened to me but that's a podcast for another day that's not one of the scams that we're talking about today but yeah just keep an eye on our on our seniors
1: yes and especially if you've just completed a mortgage refinance it's best to wait and not do one immediately following that so wait wait another year or two. Um, You know, don't do multiple ones right after each other.
0: And you know, the important thing here is make sure that you're using good lenders that you know, local lenders, lenders that your realtors are recommending to you to kind of help keep you from getting scammed because we're not going to recommend somebody that we know is going to
1: yeah. Scam you. And just keep in mind too that lenders are required to provide you with loan estimates and closing disclosures that list all the fees and third party costs. So that's another way to know if you're working with a legitimate lender is if they're providing you with all the information mm-hmm. up front. Foreclosure relief is also another scam. Uh, well, potential scam, and where scammers are, are scamming homeowners. When homeowners fall on hard times and get behind on their mortgage payments, they, you know, sometimes, most times, become desperate to save their homes. And then you've got these scammers coming in and using public records to notify, notice them on pre-foreclosures um, information and trying to swoop in with offers of foreclosure relief. And unfortunately, capitalizing on a victim's vulnerability when they're, you know, a homeowner is in a position at that time where they're desperate.
0: Yeah. If you're in that position where you're, you know, you're facing foreclosure, short sale, I want to say to you, there, a lot of people just won't reach out because they're embarrassed. I, I had that happen with a friend of mine I was embarrassed and didn't reach out to me and they wound up. And foreclosure and then came back and go wow we wish we would have said something there is no shame y'all in finding yourself in that position and if you do find yourself in that position please reach out to your realtor to let us take care of you no judgment you know we've been there just let us help you and help protect you from some of these scammers
1: yeah and you might be surprised to know that most realtors have handled and can handle foreclosures and Mm -hmm. short sales and they have the experience so they know how to help you. And sometimes they can walk you through it because maybe it's not always in your best interest to do a foreclosure Mm -hmm. or a short sale. Maybe there's a lot of other options out there for you that might be a better uh, fit for you. So just be aware of anyone claiming that they can help you save your home, reduce your mortgage payments, especially if they're asking for a large upfront fee. Um, A lot of times those type of scammers will leave you in a much worse financial shape than when you started. So just be aware that um, if you're even considering it and you're being approached, just let them know, you know, I'm working with my, I have a realtor, and I'm going to reach out to my realtor and and talk to them about it.
0: Yeah, there are ways that you can modify your existing loan. You can request forbearance, make some other payment arrangement, or you can reach out to a HUD-accredited housing counselor to see what options they have. So there are other things that you can do. To yeah. Help. So yeah, just reach out to a realtor and don't fall victim to one of those scams.
1: Yeah, especially if they're telling you not to talk to your lender. That's a big huge red flag right there. Yeah, that's a big I can't even
0: imagine. Like yeah. um yeah, you're going in foreclosure, but don't talk to your lender. That's the what? one person
1: you should be talking to. I know. To. <laughs> or the mortgage, you know, who's ever holding the loan, you should really reach out to the lender. The mortgage, the bank, and just let them know what your situation is. A lot of times they can help you figure out your options. Mm-hmm. Fake listings and rental scams have been really, that's another big scam that we've come across in the last, especially here in our area, I'm sure all over, but, you know, in the last couple years. We just talked about this yeah. one, actually, I think last week. Mm-hmm. They post property rental ads um, on Craigslist or sh- social media sites. A lot of times it's interesting. I'm sure you've had this happen to you too, but you'll get called and say, hey, I'm calling about your house that's for rent. It's like, no, that's not a rental. It's a home that's for sale. Mm-hmm. So they're using all of our marketing and you know tools that are we are on social media when we have a home up for sale and they're, they're scamming people by thinking that they're actually rentals. And people were contacting them to apply, maybe put an application in. There's application fees. Um, you know, give me your first month's rent. I'll secure it for you. I had that happen last year. I had someone call me. They were from another state. It was a couple and it was on a house that I had sold several years prior. It was interesting that they were calling on, not a recent sale, but something that had happened a few years earlier, and they were inquiring about the property, and after the conversation come to realize that someone had done a scam on them, and they were headed out to California to take keys, And, and when they got here, unfortunately, it was a total scam and so you have to be really aware when you're responding to any kind of rental or leases that it's the real deal it's legit
0: yeah and there's always a a red flag you'll see little red flags listen to your gut if something doesn't feel right then you need to dig a little deeper into that
1: get all of your terms and conditions of the lease agreements in writing and Be very suspicious of anyone who asks for cash deposits up front. Those are typically gonna be your scammers. So, you know, it's best also to be face-to-face to confirm the property's ownership and sign any required documentation and make a payment in person. A lot of the scams are happening online, over email, So just be aware and use a check. Don't ever try to not use cash because I believe it's more traceable if you use um, a check and you have a receipt as well. Yep, that's good advice. Bait and switch movers. So moving companies. Unfortunately, there are moving companies out there that take advantage of people when they're trying to move from one state or another, one home or another. You know, don't ever give big large sums of deposits to moving companies because a lot of times, you know, especially if they're, you know, scamming, trying to scam, they just won't show up or something happens. So just be aware of moving companies and reach out to your realtor. If you're working with a realtor, they have reputable moving companies that they can refer you to. They've done the research. Other clients have used these companies, so make sure that you're researching and asking for advice before you just hire someone that, you know, a company that you've never used or know, known about in the past. Uh, that's happened to
0: one of my clients before who used her own mover, and
1: yeah, they took her money, disappeared. Yeah. And you know what I do? I go on Yelp to look for reviews. I try to do that pretty much in everything that I, prior to making a big purchase or hiring somebody, I try to go online and see if there's any reviews and the majority of reviews. So that's another way to, you know, find out information about the reputable uh, reputation of a company that you're looking to hire.
0: Uh, Well, this is interesting. I'm seeing here is. And that um, there were hundred. I'm sorry, there were 15,000 complaints about moving companies filed with the Better Business Bureau in 2022. And so, two leading companies, which I've used one of them myself, Mayflower and United Van Lines. I love United. So they got together to sponsor something called Move Rescue, in an effort to help protect those who are moving and provide help to those who have been scammed. So that's Pretty cool. So, if you have any question, I guess check the Better Business Bureau, check Yelp as Lisa's Lisa. Where did I just get Lisa from? I don't know, but I kind of like that. Hey, Lisa? Lisa. Wow. <laughs> oh my gosh, this is the first <laughs> time, and i like getting dementia. Lisa, I don't even. Know. That's okay, ramble. Candy. <laughs> <laughs> candy. <laughs> Give me a stripper name. Or. Or check out Move Rescue. Wow, I just need to put I'm thrown in the towel right now. I don't know. I'm like,
1: I need to go to the Doctor. Lisa. That's weird. I've been called worse. Actually, I think I've been called candy before by a preacher. Uh candy. <laughs> Not that candy's a bad name. So basically if you find yourself in a potential situation where you think you might be scammed or that you have been scammed, then there's different ways that you can report it. Start with the FTC and your local, state, and federal law enforcement agencies to file a claim. And then you can also, you should also go to the BBB, the Better Business Bureau, and file a claim um, with them as well. Notify them of your situation. The, The Better Business Bureau actually does a pretty good job as much as as well as they can and keeping companies legit Mm -hmm. thanks lisa you're welcome (laughs) so you know you'll have if you've already been a victim of scam you'll probably have to do more than just file a claim um you'll probably have to there is a website identitytheft.gov that is the government's online portal for anyone who's worried that a criminal is acting in their name so there are resources for you and just be bottom line is just be on your toes be you know be alert be aware that there are bad people out there and it's best just to always you know think ahead before getting yourself in in with some scammer don't take their word for it ask ask your family ask your realtor ask your friend their opinion before jumping on something
0: You wanna hear a funny story? Sure. Cause you just said, be alert. Yes, be alert. When I was living in Nashville, it was hot outside, man, and I was pregnant. I'm allergic to bees, like really allergic to bees. Like I almost died once. And so I'm driving down the freeway down I-40 on my way to work one morning and I see this giant wooden bee on the side of the road. Wooden. Uh, It was a sign. Okay. Giant. It was like the honey bee, that Cheerio bee. Did it put you into immediate convulsions? Well, here's what happened. It said, "Be alert. And I was like, oh, crap. This is when the time they were talking about there were killer bees migrating here from, I don't remember where the killer bees are coming from, but they were coming. And it was all over the freaking news. I never saw these killer bees. But, so I got killer bees in my head. I see a sign that says "Be alert. I roll up my window. I'm like, oh, my gosh. And then... I noticed it said arrive unhurt. What does that mean? Well, it means that you need to be alert while you're driving and arrive unhurt. Oh, I gotcha. Didn't mean that there were bees.
1: I've had a bee in my car before driving. Have you? Yeah, I jumped out and I was like, we're going to burn this car down. (laughs) Yeah, I know. It's scary. And especially when you're driving, when you're the driver. Oh, no. So, anywho, (laughs) anywho, we digressed.
0: (laughs) I hope that you guys enjoyed our use of the word purported today. Yes. That's our word of the day, purported.
1: Yes. And that you took away some very informative information on being aware and alert of scammers out there.
0: Yep. Be safe, y'all. Stay
1: protected from the scammers. And peace, love, and real estate.